Hello. Hi. Welcome back to Magical Theory. Yes, welcome Harry Potter back. Podcast. <laughs> welcome back to Lena and Jeff. Back, back at it. Mm-hmm. How are you doing? Good. It's been an an exciting and fun week of uh, slash half week of time off and yeah Thanksgiving. Playing Wizards Unite, but also mm-hmm. it's raining. It is raining. It has been raining <laughs> all day. It is and raining. And I looked day at Winston. the forecast, and it's raining all week. What, what, what even is this? Other uh, Fresnans, I think is our yeah, nickname, Fresen, yeah. kept telling me, like, okay, just wait till November. It's going to rain and be cloudy all day, every day. And I didn't believe them. <laughs> and up until, like, last Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we were all like, sure, Karen. Yeah. It's, <laughs> yeah. it's rain, okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And not... then all of a sudden, it just like, oh, rain all well, day, Well, it was bad because it was, like, super dusty and was terrible was. air quality, so... It was like we went from not being able to breathe like the whole day and then it just was raining. Yeah. All of a sudden. And because it was dust, it was literally like one day hazardous, like mm-hmm. above the top. It wasn't crazy. And yeah. the next day, good. Yeah. Like as good as it can be, basically, because it all knocked down. Yeah. And then we also had like a bizarre electrical issue at our house mm-hmm. and are very thankful for a couple repair men who could come out. Uh, during the holiday, yeah. which was really lovely. Three days and in a row. We're able to help us out, and it was, uh, yeah, a problem that uh, started out somewhat minor and then escalated and then got fixed, and that was great. Yep. So now we're all set, and we're ready to podcast. And as he was going through, one of the rooms that was affected was this room, and he's yeah. like, oh, are you singers? Oh, no. no. Not at all. <laughs> but then it was fun because he came back, and he was like, oh, I was talking to my wife about your podcast there. She's a huge fan, and so are my daughters of Harry Potter. Mm-hmm. It was just really quite lovely and a good connection to our podcast because yeah. we leave it set up for right. the most yeah. part because right. it's a you know some equipment to well, set up. Well, this is the podcast room. It is the podcast room. Yes, it is. It's also where I used to record, but then I chose a new spot, and I'll yeah. probably choose a new spot in yeah. the new year. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm thinking maybe the other bedroom. I don't know. We've yeah, been talking no, about I how get... to get the background right and things like that. Yeah, I get pretty bored. <laughs> With the location? Well, yeah, yeah. I don't know. You're a variety person for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, ready to go, though? I am ready. Okay, I'm excited to get into it. So uh, Juan's ready, yes. Everyone can turn... Oh, I don't think I wrote down the right page. <gasps> oh, oh, no. Jeffrey. No. I feel like 215 was the last one. I forgot to up- update it. We are in page... Oh, that's too far. Too far. We're after Nicholas Flamel, 228. Okay, good. So everyone turn to page 228, Norbert, the Norwegian Ridgeback. Mm-hmm. Today's lesson is called Distractions. I was actually going to suggest this, but I was like, that seems too obvious to me. Well, I have to say it was a hard one to come up. I say this every week, but this week I really feel like it was very difficult to, to come up with a theme that was, you know, provocative i don't know what the right word is but something that's going to get us a thought-provoking maybe is the right right. word um but here's the synopsis so the chapter starts with our trio relieved that quirrell seemed not to be giving into snape as easily as they might have thought but suddenly stressed by their upcoming first final exams while studying in the library hagrid asked them to visit him in his hut after discovering that many of the professors helped to hide the sorcerer's stone They find out that Hagrid is nurturing a dragon egg 
that he won from a stranger in a pub. Later, Harry suspects that Malfoy, Malfoy overhears them talking about the dragon egg. After they see the new dragon emerge from that egg, their awe is quickly replaced by anxiety when they realize that he, Malfoy, had seen them. They convince Hagrid that Norbert should be delivered to Charlie Weasley in Romania. After delivering that dragon to Charlie's friends, they are dismayed when Filch catches them in the act. It's an interesting chapter. It's, mm-hmm. it's, uh, I, I titled it Distractions, and I think you're probably thinking along the, the same lines because it feels a little bit like a filler chapter. Yeah, I had to... Okay, so now my, my thing is I read the, read the chapter twice. So I read the words the first time around, and then the second time I'm doing like an intentional skimming of trying mm. to think through, I don't know, other sorts of themes or ideas. And I kept, well, I had to like refresh myself and be like, what is the point of this chapter? (laughs) And then I was like, okay, so later Later, we'll find out some more like big connection. But I was like, but still there must be, I don't know. We know JK Rowling. There's like other things that are, the way she writes is intentional. I think we were talking about that. And you like also thinking about um, the purpose of dialogue. So I was really trying to pay attention to mm. dialogue a little bit more on my second, like, intentional reading through it. But yeah, the whole t- <laughs> as I was reading, and I was just like, okay, cool, like random. That's that's what I felt, and I was like, okay, so obviously they're stressed because, uh, so our trio is stressed because they have like all this homework and they have all this going on, and then Ron is in dismay because he's like, oh my gosh, another thing to deal mm-hmm, with, a mm-hmm. dragon egg. Oh my gosh. And in the meantime, like they're also like still on this hunt for trying to figure out what's what's um, what's going on with this fluffy trapdoor and philosopher's stone situation here. So they, for 11 years old, have a lot <laughs> on their plate. <laughs> their first exams. Yeah. Yeah. I totally agree. And, and I think it is... We get the benefit again of hindsight to be like, well, J.K. Rowling is doing this on purpose, like, first of all, to have some time go by. But secondly, like, it's a play with it's a play for us on like how urgent is the the, the kids have been so urgent about the Sorcerer's Stone Mm. since uh, since they learned about Nicholas Flamel and what it is. And then like the, the business with Snape that now all of a sudden they're like, oh, well, okay, I guess Squirrel is holding out. So like. Look at all this other stuff going on for us. Yeah. We still got Malfoy nonsense. We got this dragon craziness that bites Ron. I got to be honest with you. I kind of forgot about that because it's not in the movies and I haven't mm-hmm. read this book in a little while at least. And it is all self-contained into one chapter. He, The dragon, the whole mm-hmm. story mm-hmm. kind of with the dragon is tied up here. Yeah. Well, that's why I was wondering. I was like, well, what's the point of this chapter? Right. Uh, so... Go into our fantastic beast and we're find them knowledge. We know oh. that dragon eggs are class A non tradable goods. Mm. Um, mm. Which, I mean, it comes uh, into cue a couple times in the chapter. So, like, Hagrid's like, oh, talking about the the man who he got it from right. was like, oh, I think he was quite glad to get rid of it. And it's mm. like, <laughs> yeah, it's a dragon egg. You're not supposed to have that, Hagrid. <laughs> and then uh, also, like, when. The they're in the library. They're trying to figure out what 
could Hagrid possibly be looking for? And then Ron, well, Harry's just like, oh, yeah, like Hagrid's always wanted a dragon because, you know, it's Harry. He doesn't know anything about anything. And he's just like so innocently like, oh, that's cool. Cool. And Ron's like, dragon breeding was outlawed by the Warlocks Convention of 1709. Everyone knows that. And it's like, clearly not, Ron. (laughs) (laughs) Clearly not. And um, the other thing I thought about, though, was... Okay, so remember, like, earlier on, we were talking about perhaps Harry having some suspicion of Harry, or at least from the reader's perspective, if you're reading this for the first time, and then you find out, like, in one of the early chapters that Hagrid got kicked out of Hogwarts, and Mm. you're like, oh, what's that about? Mm. And Harry was kind of, like, doubting him a little bit of, like, I don't know about this Hagrid dude. And then it kind of just goes away. And so then I was wondering, well, maybe, like, if I'm the first time reading this am i supposed to like is this supposed to raise another red flag about or like a Mm. a red herring or whatever like some sort of suspicion about hagrid again because that's interesting i hadn't thought about that there is that line in this chapter about how like well snape must know how to get by everything because like he helped protect it there's like a trouble there's like a trip in their logic right it's a little confusing because they Mm. this is where they harry at least only has snape as the suspect Mm -hmm. even the and like kind of has him kind of increases how suspicious they are of him by knowing that he helped protect it because they're like oh well then he knows how to get by everything but it's like but you're not thinking about any of the other people including Hagrid who Mm -hmm. helped protect it yeah so but so maybe that is well yeah so we find out that Hagrid and Dumbledore are the only ones that know about Fluffy or like I guess how to get past Fluffy Mm -hmm. and yeah, it's still this, like, yeah, very much holding on to, like, oh, well, Snape, I guess, like, doesn't know how to get past Fluffy because the only two people that know are Dumbledore and Hagrid, and I guess Quirrell, which is why he needs him. There's, like, something that's, right. like, not connecting where it's, like, wait a second, this seems weird, you Yeah, know? what's the deal here with Snape and Quirrell? Like, why is Quirrell the one holding out and, like, yeah, mm-hmm. why hasn't he gone to Dumbledore, say, or something mm-hmm. happened, yeah. Yeah. So the Norwegian Ridgeback is one of 10 breeds of dragon. So pure, pure bred, I guess, mm-hmm. dragon, because the, um, the breeding, crossbreeding is not allowed also. But of, mm. of dragon breeds, mm. there are 10. And they develop fire breathing abilities earlier than other breeds, <laughs> around one to three months. <laughs> yes, they do. As uh, we see, or I guess uh, are meant to infer from what's happening with Hagrid. Yeah, I love the whole, all this stuff with the dragon is just so funny. Like, I love the idea of, like, the dragon biting Ron, and then they, like, go to Madame Pomfrey and, like, just hope that she can't recognize a (laughs) dragon bite. She, he tells her it's a dog bite. Yeah. (laughs) But it's, like, poisonous. (laughs) I mean, if you're a kid, like, you're going to make something up that you think in your head. It's like, oh, this seems like it's yeah. reasonable. And it's like, yeah, you don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I'm also astonished in this chapter at how, okay, they get caught at the end, but like how well it goes off with a hitch that they actually like Charlie's friends somehow make it here. And like somehow yeah, it's yeah. like, what? Is, they just what? fly in. Yeah. Well, I was thinking, I was like, isn't this a like, dragon? Well, no, I guess it's, uh, no, it's in the spring now because they were talking about Easter holidays. So mm. I guess I was like, shouldn't they be freezing? But no, I guess it's in the spring now. Well, that, that takes my favorite quote, which is like how they managed to get the crate back up to the castle. They never knew. And mm. it was like the, the process of like getting the 
the crate with the dragon it's just the three of them like mm-hmm. with the crate and the invisibility cloak and they're like all exhausted and stuff I was, come on don't you remember when guardian leviosa get that sucker in the air <laughs> <laughs> no they only need that when they're being with a confronted with a troll <laughs> yeah yeah all around but one of 10 breeds okay. yeah so, well, because something else I was, well, in Harry Potter Wizards Unite, the mm-hmm. baby Norwegian Ridgeback is like a I green color. Yeah, and I also, oh, I always I thought to, that it was supposed to be Norbert. Well, it just says baby Norwegian Ridgeback, yeah, it does. but the dragons are supposed to be black. But then in my, oh. in my searching, because I was like, okay, first I want to confirm, I, I did, I found, well, I was trying to look at my, my gameplay, but all my stuff is like disorganized, so I found someone else's gameplay mm. and it's like a lighter like pastel type green color yeah, it, well, the game? Yeah, yeah yeah it's like a lighter green but there's also like accents of black so maybe, maybe it's the skin just, color like, changes as they get older or something um and but apparently in the, in the lego there's like a lego minifigure of norbert that is that light green color oh. so i don't know i mm. wonder if that was like pulling from that mm. a little bit as well yeah, one of my quotes was, uh, so like Hagrid's talking about like, oh, I learned about how to raise dragons. Look at all the stuff that I learned from books. And the quote is, he looked very pleased with himself, but Hermione didn't. <laughs> and so she's like, Hagrid, you live in a wooden house. Hagrid. <laughs> Come on. There is something very uh, admirable in Hagrid's naivete here. So Because he's mm. like, it's not even that he's naive. He's sort of will he like willingly overlooks the fact that this is that this is an unsustainable situation because he is so enamored with beasts and dragons in particular like he he knows Hagrid is not stupid he knows that like he can't keep this dragon in this hut for very long because Mm -hmm. it's a dragon and he knows more about dragons than these three Mm -hmm. and but there's something to me like it's quite uh realistic Mm -hmm. like people when you're like enamored or in love with something you kind of would overlook problems and say you know i can deal with the problems i'm gonna focus on the fact that like my dream is coming true right now you know so i don't think you read my notes but this is a perfect connection to something in my second reading of this i don't know i don't know about this connection but it might add on to what you're saying so we know that hagrid loves beast creatures Mm. He's the leader of magizoologists in Wizards Unite. You know, he's he is that's he part is? of yeah. Oh. He's part of that's like part of who he is and what he loves. Mm-hmm. But I kept focusing on the dialogue and he kept saying like cuz the kids are like, "Oh, just like set him free." And they're like, "He can't. He'll die. Like he's too young." Or I can't let him. I can't just let him uh go off like I can't I have to basically saying like I have to be responsible for him at this stage in his life right now at least like or at least know that he would be in good hands and so I read that again and I was like might it be possible that another layer to this could be that Hagrid feels slight guilt for leaving Harry with the Dursleys (laughs) and then coming back and picking him up and realizing wait These peeps didn't teach you anything about the wizarding world. They're actually, they were actually trying to suppress it. Like, I don't know. Like, that might be a stretch, but that thought crossed my mind again when I was like, why is there something else that's adding on to this, like, obsessiveness? This, like, I, like, he just, I, not just that he needs to 
have some sort of safe space, but like he needs to be the one to care for the dragon. And then mm-hmm. eventually when they were like, oh, well, we reached out to Charlie, whatever, then he's like, okay, I trust that. But right. I don't know. That thought crossed my mind mm-hmm. as well. I like that. Yeah, I had never thought of that. I don't know. I was trying to find something more than like, okay, this is for the purpose of something else. There mm-hmm. needs to be something that's possibly embedded in the character of Hagrid given the series of events that have led up to this point that maybe, um, I don't know, connect to why he is saying the things that he's saying. Mm-hmm. I mean, yes, he loves Feast. He loves, like, uh, if of anyone that I know in this book so far, like, Hagrid is the person that would care for a baby dragon, even yes. though all of this is very illegal. <laughs> yes, yes. He doesn't care. No. Yeah. No. Yeah, that's a really interesting and it's a good, it's a good, I think it's a good, uh, candidate to be the rational, the rationalization of this chapter besides for just taking us from point A to B in the chapter or in the story. Mm-hmm. Yes. We know that there's a couple things going on in the, in the background, but still she devotes a whole chapter to it. Like what else is happening in this chapter? Mm-hmm. It's not just to set up what happens later. So I think that's a good point. And I think it also speaks to like the distraction mm-hmm. concept of like what is happening here that like we we deal with having things that matter a lot but actually sometimes being willing to like let things that matter a little less like take over our time and energy and that's what happens in this chapter right i mean they they, they there's no mention really of the sorcerer's stone they talk mm-hmm. about it briefly in hagrid's hut but the dragon and the dragon egg is powerful enough to pull them off of thinking about it, right? They mm-hmm. kind of like, oh, okay, oh my gosh, yeah, <laughs> a yeah. dragon. Yeah, right. a dragon egg, yeah, yeah. And it almost maybe is meant to serve the same type of purpose for us. Yeah, to interrupt to like, oh, the... it's, it, it'll be fine, like Quirrell hangs on, it's no problem, like don't worry about it. Ignore yeah. the fact that it's in the title of the book. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. we already have our key suspect, Severus mm-hmm. Snape, Professor Snape, so... Yeah. Severus. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it's a, yeah, I think it's a, it's a good chapter. It's, it's like a filler a little bit. Mm-hmm. It's definitely a passage of time type chapter to get us into like, okay, it's going to be the end of the year and the end of the story type thing. Yeah. Well, so yeah, like we, cause we already know the story. So there are, there are going to be some sections of book that, um are more powerful when you go back and you're you have more information or different information mm-hmm. sort of thing. I mean not every chapter is going to be like, okay, this is like what mm-hmm. this like little wrapped up standalone purpose Yeah, I mean is. she had some it was kind of amazing how well she was able to have like chapters be almost short stories and then like eventually it needs to be the yeah. time like dilated mm-hmm. here so that it goes a little faster. Yeah. So, I feel pretty good. I think... uh, We have three chapters left. Only three? Yeah, I counted before we started the podcast. We have three chapters. Forbidden Forest. Through the trap door. The man with two faces. Wow. That's it. (laughs) Okay. Wow. I knew Forbidden Forest was next Mm because they get detention. But I... Yeah, wow. Wow. Yeah, so it goes fast. (laughs) Yeah, 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 yeah. (laughs) Very, this is good. I think we're still 
hoping to do something special for the end of the book. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, we talked maybe about doing a premiere mm-hmm. where we have recorded something, a podcast episode, but about the book at large and then premiering it and being able to chat with people if they wanted to mm-hmm. watch along with us. But uh, yeah, that's where we're at. You yeah. got anything else? No. All right, cool. Well, until next time. Until next time. Juan's ready. You.